So I had also planned this morning to spend a bit of time praying for Risen Light Church in Helsinki. Uh, I actually, at the minute, I'd like us to get on to, to reflecting on the week of prayer that we've just had, and we'll see how time goes. Um, we, we've got the, we have got videos um, from uh, Risen, Risen, what did I call it? Risen Light. Risen Light, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, Risen Light Church in Helsinki. Then uh, also from the Shores, who are now in San Francisco, uh, planting Sanctuary Church San Francisco. Uh, and then we've got the Eatons out in Lille, who uh, got a church out there in France. And we've got, they've done videos for us, uh, just with some updates and feedback of how things are going, but then also some ways in which we can stand with them in prayer. Uh, and we, during our week of prayer, we did have one evening where we spent some time praying for them. But what we wanted to do is actually to give all of us, when we're gathered together, to have a chance to hear what's happening in these places uh, and for us to be able to, to stand with them and to, to pray together. You know, we, we were thinking last week about what it is to be a worshipping community. And do you remember it was about praise, it was about thanksgiving, but it was also about prayer as well. And we want to have a culture of prayer. Uh, so I'd love to be able to have some time. We'll, we'll likely do it over the next, we'll look to do it over the next three weeks. We'll have feedback from one of the churches uh, and then we can spend some time in groups praying and, and supporting them. I know, having spoken to them, uh, just how much, even just knowing that other people are praying for them, just what a difference that makes. I'm struck time and time again for us here in, in, in Kent, in where we are, we have, we're really blessed in that we've got a really good network of relationships and friendships with other churches. And particularly for Mike and myself, uh, as pastors of the church, we get opportunities to, to, to meet up with other, with other people in the same situation. And we get to encourage one another and to pray for one another and support one another. When we're talking about our brothers and sisters in these other, in these other nations, that support network isn't there in the same way. They don't always have someone just down the road that they can can get in touch with and, and talk to and so for them to know that there are other Christians who are praying for them and thinking about them even just asking after them and asking how they're doing it means the world to them just into just that encouragement sometimes to, to just for them to keep going and, and to keep pressing on in what God's calling them to which is why me and Mike feel actually we want to make this a part of what we're doing over these Sundays to be able to pray for them and I was going to say about praying our best prayers. Not in the sense, I don't think God grades our prayers, but I just mean in terms of let's just come and let's give everything we have when we pray for these people and for these cities and for these towns uh, and just give everything we have for that. But I wanted to, so we'll do that over the next few weeks, but just with what time we have left, I wanted to open it up really uh, and just to, to have some time to reflect on the week of prayer that we've just had. And I'm aware that for a number of people, for all sorts of reasons, uh, weren't able to, to get to the meetings that we'd, the organised time, sorry, that we'd put in. I know a lot of people would have been praying on their own or in other settings, and I'm very, very grateful for that. And the reason we're doing this feedback is I don't want people to feel bad for not being able to be at stuff. That's not it at all. But actually, it's quite the opposite. I want us to have a chance to communicate so everyone is able to hear what was going on through the week. And we're able to feed back on some of the common things that were coming through and on some of the things that God's been saying uh, to us. Um, we spent... This time last week, we were kind of preparing ourselves ready to go into this week of prayer, weren't we? Thinking about what it is to be a worshipping community. I don't want us to, I think I mentioned this earlier, I don't want us to be like, right, we've done our week of prayer, that's done until next time round. Actually, it's right for us to slow down sometimes and just to take time to meditate and reflect on things. Uh, it's a great, it's a way that we learn, isn't it? If we're always so quick to look at what's the next thing that's coming, we're going to miss a lot, I think. 
And we want to be those that are open to hear what God is saying. Uh, and actually, that was one of the things that came through in the prophetic evening was, let's be those that really take time. If God's speaking, let's take time and talk these things through together and to meditate on them and to allow them to, to really grow and to sink in. So I've got some thoughts about this week. Um, the first thing I, I want to say is just a huge thank you to everyone who was involved in, in the week, um, particularly those that had been planning and leading sessions we tried something a bit different for Mike and myself. We'd asked a number of groups, some growth groups, uh, us growth groups and children's and, and youth work teams, whether they would like to, to host an, an evening or a time together and to prepare some things. Uh, and I've, for me as a, as a leader, I've been so blessed by those of you that have, have been doing that. So thank you so much. Uh, it's been really nice for me to be able to come into meetings and have a bit of an understanding of I know what's going to happen but to just be able to come and be like okay so what are we doing and just really enjoying what what's been going on and the amount of time that you've put into it in consideration uh, and prayer has just been really really clear and I'm really grateful and it's so helpful to see that there God has God really has um, in this church there are gifts absolutely everywhere and this was just another opportunity for us to see to, to, to be able to see some of that coming out. So I want to say thank you to everyone um, for, f for those of you that were involved, as I say, in the planning and, and leading of things. Um, and maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed to me that for those of you that were doing that, you, you're kind of coming into that time together in a very different place because you've already been hearing from God and seeking God and pressing into God. And it seemed to me like just that level of expectation of what God was going to do was just seemed at a bit of a different level. And I see that as a really positive thing, actually, just as we've had that time to think and to prepare and to seek God, not just in the days leading up to it, but I know it's for, for weeks and weeks in the run-up to it. So I was really very encouraged by that. So thank you so much um, for that. Um, yeah, I've already mentioned about the prayer cards that we had to take home. And we're really trying to feedback as much as we can from these meetings because we don't, as I say, we don't want it to be like, right, we've, got, we've prayed for these things in the week of prayer, now we're done. Actually, these are things that we need to continue to pray into. We covered a lot, didn't we, with the different focuses that we've had. We were praying for elders and deacons. Uh, we were praying for those in other nations. We've been praying into the prophetic and giftings. We had an evening of praise and thanksgiving. We were praying for the region of Swale. Uh, we were praying for children and youth. Uh, we were praying for our town. We covered a lot of different things in the week. And it struck me, actually, it's important that we recognise the range and scope of what we prayed for because, one, it helps us to realise that we are totally and utterly dependent on God for every area of life. It was, we did, we covered so many things, but it's because we're totally dependent on God in every area of life. And then the second thing is that, actually, we... If you look at it, we prayed for some things that were very much to do with our church and then our town and then Swale and then the nations. Actually, God, our prayers have significance and importance and impact. And there is power in those prayers, not just for us here locally, but globally as well. And I thought that was a really helpful thing as well. But we're going to be, uh, we're going to keep just kind of drip feeding some things out would really encourage you to use these prayer pointers, to use this information in your own personal prayer times. Growth groups, make use of them. Keep coming back to them. We want to keep praying into these situations, don't we? And, and, and then when we see God answering them, really giving thanks and celebrating for what he's been doing in that. So um, do keep hold of those things and make use of them. Is there anything 
that anyone who was, even if you weren't, I was going to say that those that were there at the meetings, but even if you, you weren't able to be at the meetings, but still God was speaking to you through your own times of prayer or things that have stood out to you, uh, I just want to kind of open it up now, really, and just if there's anything that anyone has to share, something that impacted you, maybe something that God said that you, that you, actually we need to all be able to hear together. I know there's a couple of people already, so I'm going to start asking people a minute, but I just want to open it up. Do you want to share what you'd felt? Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, I don't always get to go to prayer meetings and stuff because quite often Sam's leading them. So it was so lovely to be able to go um, and pray. Um, and one of the most amazing things was hearing other people pray. Um, I pray quite a lot in the week on my own, walking around with the kids, but actually to be in a community where people were praying for the same outcomes was just so exciting. On Thursday night, hearing Neil praying for Swale, like, it just did something in me. Like, he was so passionate and just, it really fired me up to think, yeah, we're in this together, like, we are a family and what we're praying for, like, we do it together. And I think in this week, in me, but across the church, I think something shifted spiritually. I think, honestly, we are just moving into new ground that God's got for us. Um, yeah, so be encouraged. It was great. Thank you. Mother. Don't be worried because I've got my notes. But there's a couple of words I might forget. Um, Sam's asked me to share um, out of the prophetic evening we had the other evening whatever night um, and God has been, actually been brewing a word in me that's sort of been developing over the weeks and is still adding to and it's because um, we've had a lot of words recently about being grafted, about being pruned but God has been speaking to me particularly about us being grafted um, when Sam and Luke were young and we were living on the farm um, to earn a little bit of extra income, John used to graft fruit trees. And what you do, you have, there's uh, several processes. One is you have the rootstock, which is um, the part of the tree um, that determines the growth. And then you have branches and twigs um, cut from other trees that are actually, um, they determine what the fruit is going to grow into, the type of fruit. And so what happens is you cut the rootstock and you cut the branch in a special way and then you seal, um, put the two joins together and you tape it up and then you seal it with wax. It's quite a process, but they're important processes. As I say, the um, rootstock is the part that determines the, the actual growth. And I felt that God was saying that that is God, that's his part, that he determines the growth within us. And then the, the top part is actually, it's got a fancy name that I'll try and remember, but it's called the scion. John will correct me, I know. Scion. And that is to say, that is the part which I believe that God is saying that is like us. Now that, that branch from the fruit, the, the fruit that's produced, it's actually, um, you select that in a very special way to make sure that you're going to grow the right type of fruit. Now, um, within that part, the top part, 
it contains all the genes that will produce the fruit that determines the type of fruit that grows. Now, I've just felt like the most important thing I think that God is saying at the moment is like that he is the root, root and we are the branches. But I feel God is saying that we mustn't view ourselves as like the leftover ones because with all that's been going on and people leaving, we might think that we are the leftovers, the left behinds. But actually, we've been specially selected. We are specially selected for this role that we're going to be grafted, sealed in him, taped together with unity. We really need strong unity amongst us. But to be strong in unity and have the seal of the Holy Spirit on us. But I believe it is significant. Don't view ourselves as the leftovers, the left behinds. We are spe specially selected to produce fruit for God. And he wants to produce new and different fruit and more precious fruit even amongst us. So we need to be open to develop and grow. That's a bit wobbly, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. Could I just add a little bit to that? Uh, last summer, Lynn and I uh, spent a bit of time in South Wales visiting distant cousins, some of mine, some of hers. And we visited one of her cousins, who I think it was about the second time we'd actually met this person in overall, and he had an apple tree. And he was grafting different apples onto this one rootstock. I think he had 25 different apples growing on this tree. Now, he did say there's someone in the States who's got about 250. I think the thing I'd pick up from that... Don't think that because you're a bit different from other people, God can't graft you in. He grafts in all sorts of different people. It's not just, you know, you go to an orchard, all the trees are the same type. But God is the expert at taking people who are different and using them. Maybe not the way you expect, but he, as... Jill said, the DNA is there. So God uses who you are. So we need to be prepared to let God use us in the way he wants to, but he doesn't take away from who we are in doing so. Isn't that an encouraging word? I think that very, very timely for where we're at, and absolutely it's very helpful for Jill, just to remind us there that we have had a lot of words about pruning, but then I think the whole grafting side of it just puts a very different pers uh, perspective on it, I think. In a, it builds on what has already been said in a really helpful way. Uh, that actually, God's got, there, there's fruit that God wants to produce. Uh, and we're here, and you're here, and it's not by accident, and it's not a mistake, and it's not because we're left over with nowhere else to go actually this is exactly where we need to be at this time and God is going to be doing something with that that it came through didn't it we on the on the Tuesday the prophetic one we were talking almost about drawing a line and cutting off wasn't it and and being able to actually letting go of maybe unhelpful uh unhelpful responses we may have had to things that God's spoken before and kind of drawing a line and being like, actually, we're going to take hold of what God is saying and we're not going to hold it lightly and we're going to be those that meditate on these things and, and take God at his word. Um, so then actually with the whole cutting, 
that kind of vocabulary we were using. And then for that thing about the grafting coming in, so actually there is a time for that cutting, isn't it? And that re that regrafting. I thought that was really excellent. Something was there anything else that anyone wanted to share? Yes, Joy. Mm. And I thought I might feel a bit embarrassed, you know, because people really about that actually. We don't. I just wanted to encourage the people that Brilliant. it's actually, it was really, really good. I really felt, yeah, I really felt as though God was listening as That's well. Good. And, you know, it, it, I felt purposeful. So I just want to encourage the people who, if you've never done it, give it a go because it's good. <laughs> so there's the endorsement. If you've never done prayer walking before, do it because it is really worthwhile. I'll say again, make use of the cards. If you're not sure what to pray, they might just be helpful things to, to get you going with that. Was there anything else from anyone? Um, okay. There's still there's still time over the coming weeks if stuff comes up that you think actually I want to share, then that's fine. But just I know we're, we're kind of coming to a close. I just wanted to share a few things myself. The first thing. That has really been on my mind the last few days ties in very much with, um, with I think what Mike was praying towards the start and the word that Jill brought and what Mike was bringing. Just in terms of the that there's a purpose in all of us being here. That there's a purpose for all of us being here. I don't know if anyone's aware. There's been a bit of. Um, bit of an upset with the Oscars that are coming up there's been a bit of they're wanting to make some changes to the Oscars that haven't gone down too well and what they're wanting to do is that they're they're looking to um, so rather than at the minute they kind of televise every every award so everyone gets that recognition to kind of cut down on time they're actually wanting to do some of the awards at the time when the adverts would be Uh, so so then some categories aren't getting that same recognition as others and the affected categories are cinematography editing, live action short film and makeup and hairstyling and really the feedback that's been coming back and it's from a lot of people that are more in terms of the the directing and acting side that are saying actually if you take these people out of it and you don't recognise them if you take them out of film what have you got? If you haven't got cinematographers those who actually do the filming of it what do you have? If you don't have the editors you're not going to end up with anything and I think there's this thing that's coming through of like we don't just want to recognise and celebrate and acknowledge the stars of the films and the directors and those that are at the front. They're like, actually, in order for a film to come about, there are people with lots of different talents and skills, some that are up front and seen, some that are much more behind the scenes. But if you start taking these people out, what are you going to be left with? And I felt that God was saying, just as an encouragement to, to each one of us, we've all got different giftings. We've all been made differently. Some people, you might consider others to be more upfront and seen than you. You might be someone that feels like, actually, I tend to work in ways that aren't really seen. Are they maybe even that important? And I just want to say to you, and I think this is what God is saying, is to increase our level of expectation that God wants to use each one of us. That you are needed here. And as a pastor in this church, I want us to be a family that celebrates each and every single one not just the people that we hear from more often 
And sometimes it feels like, and maybe there's things for me to change here, maybe we acknowledge those that are a bit more the seen ones. But I just want to say, actually, we want to be a people that celebrate one another, don't we? And we recognise one another, and we honour one another as we're faithful with what God has given us to do. So know this, each one of you here today, God has given you gifting, and he has equipped you, and he has a plan and a purpose for you. Don't feel like you're not needed. Don't feel like your gift is less significant. Don't feel like your plan is less significant. Don't feel like the plan that God has for you or the purpose that God has for you is less valuable than someone else. It's not. It's not. That's, it's for God to decide what gifts he gives people. It's for God to decide what purposes he has for you. We don't get to choose that or decide that. That's God that's put that in you. And so I want to encourage you with that, to press on and step in to that. And for, for all of us, to be, let's, be, let's encourage one another, shall we? Let's celebrate what God is doing in one another's lives. Let's recognise everything that God is doing and give thanks for that. Amen? Um, were you wanting to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to back that up. This is what happens when you try and ignore what God's trying to tell you to do. <laughs> um, he gave me the scripture in Exodus where they're preparing the temple and God had said, um, I want all the skilled craftsmen to come together and prepare the temple. And he actually named the craftsmen and he said, I've gifted them. Mm. I've given them these separate gifts. And uh, I really felt that, I just want to back up what Sam said, because I really felt this morning that God is saying, he's actually, don't discount your gift, because it's not just about prophecy or uh, tongues or worship leading. It's actually about the skills and the practical stuff that God give, God's given you and put inside you. And it's really important. It's as important as everything else. Thank you. Um, uh, just two other, two other things, just before we finish. The things that really came out for me this week um, were expectation and confidence. I think that's what I feel like God was putting his finger on throughout the whole week and looking to encourage us in. So starting at the elders in prayer evening, leading into the week, I felt like there was a real sense of expectation for those, at least in terms of those that were gathered there. Listening to people's prayers, they were faith-filled prayers, they were expectant that God was going to listen and God was going to do something. And I feel like that kind of set the tone or was carried through the rest of the week, at least of the things that I'm aware of and the, the, the things that I was at. Just this sense of real expectation. The prophetic evening, we, we were kind of summarising what we felt God was doing and, and God was saying at the end. And again, it was a sense of an expectation that God is going to be speaking to us. It's about increase. Not, I don't think it was just about we need to increase it. I think there is an increased expectation of God speaking to us. And also a fresh commitment to holding fast to what God is saying. So expecting that God's going to speak, but then we're going to hold fast to what God is saying. And an expectation, not just in the prophetic, but it came out, I think, at least this is the way I felt on that, on that Tuesday evening, was an, expe an expectation, not just in terms of the prophetic gifting, but in all gifts. That there's an expectation that God's going to do something among us in terms of all of the gifts being used and working together. And then Pete, at the Thanksgiving evening, picked up on the verses... Uh, talks about it in Luke 11 but also in Matthew 7 
where Jesus is saying about how even good, even uh, even earthly fathers know how to give good gifts. How much more so does your Father in heaven know how to give good gifts? And really, and, and in Luke it speaks about how much more so um, does the Lord give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. And again, it was, and, and then Pete led us in prayer. He's like, well, this is what the Bible says. It says to come and ask God for these things. And we spent some time praying for more of a, a, an increase in. Um, in the movement of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit, but also in terms of spiritual gifts as well. So I think in terms of expectation, uh, so church, be encouraged, be expectant. God is speaking, God is moving, be expectant for more of the Holy Spirit, be expectant for more of the gifts of the Spirit being used, be expectant for that not just corporately, but individually as well. That God wants to really stir something in terms of, in, in terms of, spiritual gifts and in terms of the work of the spirit and then finally also confidence uh, i think it was lou's prayer on the tuesday she said god would you build us in expectation but also in confidence uh, and i felt that was in terms of confidence for us to step into what god is doing it's one thing to hear what god is saying to us it's another thing for us to actually step into what god is doing and that takes boldness and that takes confidence and I feel that actually for us, it was a very timely call or a reminder for us. It's something for us to continue to grow in, to grow in that confidence. Because at some point, if God is speaking, at some point, we have to do something about it, don't we? Absolutely believe that God is sovereign. And I know God is doing so many things that we're not even aware of in terms of preparing people and preparing situations and preparing opportunities for us and God does what God will will do but we also have a responsibility to partner with him so when he gives us as individuals and as a church things to do we actually need to take those steps to be like okay God we're going to step into those things that you have for us and we're going to do those things that you're calling us to we're going to have those conversations that you've prepared for us we're going to serve our community in this way even though it's going to take that step of confidence um, so just those were the things that came up for me and I think we're going to see God working on those things in the, in the weeks and months to come expectation and confidence uh, going hand in hand so if we're going to draw our time to a close today I just really wanted to I hope it's been helpful this time together today just to almost be like let's, like I said let's not rush on from the week that it's been but let's have a chance to share some of these things together to encourage one another, um, because we want to be the, we want to be moving in the same direction, don't we? And I think being able to have that time to communicate these things is really key. We don't want to all be pulling in, in opposite directions. Actually, we want to be hearing what God has been saying to us. So, as I say, over the next few weeks, if there's more things that come to you that have come out of this week, and you feel like actually I, I would have liked to have shared something, there's loads of opportunities to be able to do that. So just. Have a chat with me or Mike if, if you're like, actually, maybe can I have a chance to share next week or the week after? Um, we'd love to be able to do that. Shall we pray?